0: Hey, everyone, coming to you live from God's country once again. So, today we are talking about birth control, IUDs, hypothyroidism, and weight gain. So, I hear I have so, so many, so many patients that are on birth control. And the big thing that I say is, are you using it for birth control? Or are you just using it because your doctor puts you on it as a Band-Aid, puts you on it because you had heavy periods, put you on it because you had fibroids or PCOS. It's important to distinguish because, listen, if you're 22 and you're on birth control for birth control because, you know, you just don't want to get pregnant, you're not quite ready in your life for a baby. That's okay, but I wish there were still other things that we could have you do. I wish the sponge was still around, right? Like the Seinfeld episode of being sponge worthy. But listen, I still, I understand if you're using birth control for birth control, but there are things that you have to be aware of when you do, and we're going to get into that today. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. For my other ladies, maybe you've already had kids. Maybe you're a little bit older. Maybe you really don't need to be on birth control. This is something for you to think about because I'm going to tell you a story and it's going to hit home, especially if you are still struggling with weight gain. I had a patient that had an IUD. It was the Marina IUD. And she went to her doctor who I absolutely love. I love this OBGYN. And she said, "You know, I've put on all this weight, and it seems to be correlated with when I've had my IUD inserted. No, 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 it does not cause weight gain at all. That's not it. That is not it at all." And she's like, "Yeah, but I really think it is." And then, of course, we met. And we started optimizing her thyroid, and we started balancing her hormones. But it's very hard to balance hormones—your own hormones and the hormones that I see on labs when you're putting in synthetic hormones all the time. And we're gonna talk about the difference between your real hormones in your body and synthetic hormones, such as those in a birth control pill or an IUD. So we really couldn't get a good read on what her hormones, her own hormones were doing, but we knew enough that we could trace it back to say that things started happening after she had her IUD inserted. And on top of that, We know she has hypothyroidism. And honestly, this was a few years ago. Knowing if I knew then what I know now, I would have even correlated the onset of her hypothyroidism with the IUD implant. So now we know that IUDs and birth control pills cause hypothyroidism. So that would have been very interesting to see. I did not think about it. Back then, I didn't think about to correlate those two incidences. But nonetheless, we discussed, she decided to get it out, and she lost 16 pounds in a month. 16, 1-6 in a month. Now, we have to put a little asterisk, you know, saying these results may vary, not typical for everyone. I'm not saying if you run and get your marina out, that you're gonna lose all this weight, but it could happen. It could. And we have to be aware that birth control in any form, synthetic hormones, whether you take a pill or you put it in you, birth control of any forms interferes with thyroid function. We're gonna tell you why. First of all, birth control, synthetic hormones versus your bioidentical hormones that your body makes. Two completely different things. It is like, I always say, it's like comparing apples and a car. That is how different they are. We're not talking apples and oranges. We're talking apples and a car. Two totally different things. However, the receptor site on your cells for estrogen, progesterone, those fake hormones come in and they will bind to that receptor site but they won't do the same exact things 100% what natural bioidentical, let's say estrogen will do. So we know that there's a lot of xenoestrogens in the world, fake estrogens, and they come into your body and they bind to that receptor site and they start to wreak havoc. They actually start to cause estrogen dominance, but it's not really your own estrogen, your natural bioidentical estrogen that is raising. It's the fake estrogens coming in your system. Well, this is no different. Birth control is no different. IUDs are no different. This is no different whatsoever. This is a fake hormone coming in and binding to that receptor site and wreaking havoc in your body, sometimes triggering those things that estrogen and progesterone are supposed to be doing, such as tricking your body into thinking that it's pregnant. That's what the birth control is meant to do. And it does that Mm -hmm. most of the time, unless you take antibiotics or something or forget it. Most of the time it does what it's supposed to do, but it is not going to provide the benefits of proper estrogen levels, like better skin, like vaginal lubrication, like collagen and elastin production, kind of going back to your skin. It's not going to provide the hormone and mood balancing that progesterone provides. Progesterone is the calming, balancing hormone. It takes down agitation. It takes down irritability it reduces water retention and helps you sleep. Synthetic birth control hormones are not going to have those beneficial effects of bioidentical hormones. They're just not. On top of that, we also know that these hormones can actually cause hypothyroidism. So when studies are done looking at these fake hormones in birth control, we can actually see TSH go up And free T3 and free T4 go down. Now, it can be because of a variety of different mechanisms. Number one, we know that birth control pills, synthetic hormones, synthetic birth control hormones deplete nutrients. So they deplete things like selenium and zinc. Now, we know that these are required for T4 to T3 conversion. We talk all the time. We talk all the time about how T3 is your active thyroid hormone and T3 is powerful. And that's what gets into the cell. And if you are not converting your own body's T4 or if you are taking T4 only or if you are taking NDT and you are not converting that properly over to T3, you're screwed. It's going to convert to reverse T3. Reverse T3 is going to go up and you are going to go in survival mode. And what that means is your body is going to hold on to fat for dear life and it will shut down your metabolism. It will slow your pooping down. Everything goes low and slow because you are in survival mode. Your energy will go down and your weight will go up if reverse T3 is elevated. If you don't have enough zinc or selenium or minerals, we even know that iodine and different minerals like magnesium are depleted when you take birth control. So if these are depleted, you're not gonna convert T4 to T3. B vitamins, we know birth control pills, similar to metformin. Metformin depletes B12. Birth control pills deplete all B vitamins. So now we're getting into the energy realm, right? So many of you are saying, but I have low energy, and I'm trying to fix my thyroid here, and I still have low energy. But if you are taking synthetic hormones and you're depleting your B vitamins, even if you're replacing it, even if you're replacing it with a high-quality multivitamin like a Designs for Health B Supreme you still can become depleted. So your body can still deplete those B vitamins and thus interfere with T4 to T3 conversion and affect your energy because you need proper B vitamins to have good energy. The birth control pill also increases thyroid binding globulin, TBG. So thyroid binding globulin binds to thyroid hormone. We don't want too much of that because that is taking away from the hormone available to the cell. So we just said T3 is the most active, is the active thyroid hormone. It's not the most. T4 is just your storage hormone. T4 has to convert over to T3. T3 is active. Every single cell in your body has a receptor site on it for T3. If T3 is bound to thyroid binding globulin, it's no longer available for your cell to pick up. If you can't get T3 into the cell, what's going to happen? You're going to gain weight. Your energy is going to go low. You're going to lose hair. You're going to be backed up and not poop every day like we want you to. Everything will become low and slow again. If thyroid binding globulin goes up, you literally bind to the thyroid hormone that is so desperately needed by your cell and that you so desperately want as as even a non-Hashimoto's, non-hypothyroid patient. You want T3. You want your own body's T3 that your thyroid is making to get to the cell, to give you metabolism, to keep you in a good mood, to keep your energy up. And if you have hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, you definitely want T3 because chances are your doctor isn't giving you enough in in the form of medication. You're probably on T4 only or you're on NDT that's a low dose. Maybe your reverse T3 is high. Nobody's paying attention to you. So you want all the T3 that you can possibly get to get into the cell. Well, if you're taking birth control or you have an IUD, your thyroid binding globulin is going to increase and it's going to bind to some of that thyroid hormone and not let it get into the cell. So now you have depletion of nutrients. You have increased thyroid binding globulin. Those are two major, major problems. And then we also know that the birth control pill and synthetic hormones are inflammatory. So those of you with Hashimoto's, you're already in an inflamed state. Any autoimmune condition whatsoever is a state of inflammation. Many of you also have insulin resistance. So I say all the time, I see insulin resistance in about 99% of my hypothyroid Hashimoto patients. Insulin resistance is rampant. We're, We're at about 80%. In the country right now, 80% of people have insulin resistance, and that's why we have this, I mean, more than the pandemic that we're in, we have a pandemic of obesity. We have obese children. I mean, go to Walmart, go to Disney. Walmart and Disney are your two cross-sections of America, and just stand there and observe. I dare you. I did this one time with my parents at Disney. We played a game. We said throughout the whole day that we're here, because you know you spend like 10 hours there, we are going to count how many actually in shape fit people we see because there's going to be fewer of those. There was one day that maybe we had like 10 to 20. The rest all obese and overweight. Obesity, insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, those are all states of inflammation. Those are... States of our body being so stressed out and so inflamed that it literally just lays down fat. Well, any autoimmune condition is inflammatory as well. So now you have Hashimoto's and you're taking birth control pills that cause inflammation. And now we're pairing that all together. We know that inflammation is the root of all chronic disease. So when we're talking about cancer, when we're talking about Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, Heart disease, we know that that core is inflammation. So if we're taking birth control pills on top of having an autoimmune condition, on top of having insulin resistance, maybe being overweight or being obese, we're just creating multiple, multiple, multiple states of inflammation that is going to take down our body. And this is why I'm so adamant about these synthetic hormones and birth control, because it's not just about, hey... Let's, let's change it to a different birth control method. Maybe you use condoms. Maybe you use a sponge if we can get Seinfeld and Elaine to bring them, be sponge worthy and bring that back. I don't even know if there still is that out there. I'm not quite sure. I haven't checked in a while. Maybe you use timing. Maybe you track your cycles. I don't know. I don't have the answer for you as to what's going to work for you, but I have the answer as to what birth control and IUDs are doing to your body. And believe me I do not come from a place of higher than I was I took birth control for years and again because we know that it can cause hypothyroidism I'm half-assed wondering if that wasn't one of the main triggers of, of why, in addition to just me having a genetic predisposition for Hashimoto's and then over-exercising and over-dieting when I was competing, if you throw birth control on top of that, well, no the hell wonder I got Hashimoto's in my 20s. No wonder it presented itself and said, hello, I'm here and now you're going to gain 25 pounds. It just makes sense because I was, I was doing all the wrong things because we didn't know. And I took it for many years. I mean, I started when I was 17, maybe, 16, something like that. So a good 10 some years, I was on birth control. And actually, eventually, the reason why I got off of it was not because of any of this knowledge that I'm sharing with you. It was because my body was basically rebelling. And I had every side effect, all of a sudden, just like that every side effect that you could possibly think of. I was gaining weight again, even though my thyroid was actually optimized at that time. I was gaining weight again. I was breaking out. I was like, you know, enough is enough. And then you have the whole blood clot issue, which that is something to consider because we know that birth control pills can cause blood clots when taken over a long, long period of time. Okay. So the other thing, I got a little bit off track. I apologize. C-reactive protein, that's uh, an inflammatory marker that we measure via blood. Many of my patients get that. So what we'll see in blood work is actually an elevation in CRP, C-reactive protein, when women are taking oral contraceptives. So this is for the pill. And then we'll also see an increase in fibrinogen and seroplasm. So we know that the birth control pill actually increases inflammation via those blood markers. So this is not just me blowing smoke up your bum, saying, oh yeah, birth control pill and synthetic hormones cause inflammation. No, we can actually see it and measure it. And that's how we know it's affecting you to that level. Going back to hormones, birth control pills, we know that they lower certain nutrients and then deplete the body of nutrients, but they also lower DHEA. DHEA is the anti-aging hormone. It is a precursor to all other sex hormones especially testosterone and ladies how often do i tell you that i see low testosterone in all my female patients all the time i was just on with a new patient before this i said to her i see low testosterone in a hundred percent of my patients who are not on testosterone already it is so very rare that a woman will come to me with thyroid problems already Hormones dysregulated, and this is what we are working on to balance, right? So you are working with me, we're getting your thyroid optimized, we're balancing your hormones out, but I am always seeing low testosterone across the board in women. And remember with testosterone, whether you're male or female, we do not go by the standard lab value range. We we absolutely do not go by the standard lab value range. We go by What is optimal? And optimal for women is forty to like a hundred. So our optimal range is wide; it's vast, and 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 it's and but we have to target that higher range. We can't stay in the lower range because you're going to get flagged normal if your testosterone comes in at a twenty. That's not optimal. So we want you in that beautiful optimal range so you can have a libido and you can build sexy lean muscle and you can burn fat and have some kind of a metabolism as we're working on your thyroid. So thyroid and hormones together. So both control pills, lower DHEA levels. This is also very important for autoimmune conditions. So those with autoimmune, we like using DHEA. It's very supportive to the adrenals, but it also kind of nurtures and pushes along that testosterone. We do not want your DHEA levels depleted. Birth control pills deplete folate. Many of you are MTHFR. You have MTHFR positive, whether you're heterozygous or homozygous, 50% of the population has the genetic SNP of MTHFR. Now we're still learning about MTHFR. We do not know everything about it. We know it is correlated with birth defects. We know it's correlated with miscarriages I had one patient that had multiple miscarriages and it wasn't until we tested genetic testing on her to find that she had that MTHFR SNP and needed folate that we found that that was the cause of her miscarriages. So we know a few things about MTHFR we're still learning. But one thing we know is that most people with an MTHFR genetic mutation need folate. They also need the methylated forms of B vitamins. So here we go again. We're going to tie this together birth control pills deplete your B vitamins. Let's say you're MTHFR2 and you're taking some craptastic B vitamin from Sam's Club that is not methylated. Or let's say you are taking a beautiful methylated B vitamin that actually says methylcobalamin, methylated B vitamins but that birth control pill is depleting your body of it. Now you're gonna be so low in the B vitamins, your hair is gonna fall out, you're not gonna have energy and T4 to T3 conversion isn't happening. We're also pulling down folate with these birth control pills. So now you're trying to get pregnant and you don't have enough folate. That is imperative for the baby's brain. Folate and iodine, imperative for baby brain development. That is why we are seeing an increase in autism. We're seeing an increase in autism and ADD and ADHD and neurodevelopmental delays because we are so scared of iodine. We're depleting people of iodine. We got women walking around with undiagnosed and undertreated hypothyroidism. And before they got pregnant, they were on birth control pills and decided to go out the birth control pills because they wanted to get pregnant. But those pills have depleted their folate and then their doctor sticks them on a prenatal vitamin with folic acid. Body can't even use it. So now we're depleting natural folate out of the body with the birth control pills, we're depleting the B vitamins, we're depleting zinc, we're depleting minerals like iodine, we're depleting magnesium, we're depleting selenium, and we expect to have a healthy pregnancy. That's not gonna happen because your body is starving of all the nutrients because the decades of birth control pill use that you were on, we need to build that back up again. So you need to stop the birth control and then you need to replete with the methylated B vitamins, with folate instead of folic acid, with a high quality prenatal if you're gonna if you plan on getting pregnant. Very, very important. Birth control pills can also change and suppress our body's own production of estrogen and progesterone. So remember, I told you about those, those benefits in the beginning. So the benefits of estrogen are plump skin, actual production of collagen and elastin and hyaluronic acid. So you ladies that are getting injections of fillers into your face that is hyaluronic acid. What they put into your knee joint is hyaluronic acid. Estrogen actually helps with our skin by boosting our collagen, elastin and hyaluronic acid production, which is also why it helps with pain and joint pain. So we see when estrogen goes down, it's just like, think of about a menopausal state, although this can happen way 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 before menopause ladies i see low estrogen levels low testosterone low progesterone in the in people's 20s in my patients that are coming in in their 20s and 30s when that should not be happening yet but i see it could it be because of birth control use yes it could be it could also be from the increased rates of hypothyroidism and hashimotos we're seeing increased autoimmune diseases right now as well so we're seeing this low estrogen We're seeing low hormones across the board, but I'm talking about estrogen right now. Estrogen being low actually causes drier skin, hair wrinkling. Estrogen delivers nutrients to the hair follicle. So all my people out there that are freaking out about hair loss, and I know there's a lot of you, and that's a big concern with women, and that's a big concern with hypothyroidism. Having optimal levels of estrogen is also vital for your hair. Because low estrogen will result in hair loss and hair thinning. It's usually the hair thinning with low estrogen, but you, we can experience hair loss as well. And we'll see hair thinning and hair loss with hypothyroidism. So what if you're hypothyroid and you're taking birth control and you're lowering your natural estrogen and your estrogen is going in the tank because all you're giving your body is synthetic? We also know that birth control pills suppress progesterone. Progesterone is the calming balancing. I'm going to say it again. Calming balancing hormone, calming and balancing. So if we're depleting your own body's progesterone levels, you're going to be more anxious. You're not going to sleep well. You're going to retain water because progesterone is a diuretic. It calms us. It chills us out. And in fact, for depressed individuals, if we give them T3 and progesterone, we can nine times out of 10 avoid that Band-Aid of antidepressants. So how about that? Birth control pills can also change the gut flora. Now we know your immune system starts in the gut. We already said birth control pills are inflammatory. So now we're creating the state of inflammation. We're changing your beneficial bacteria, your beneficial gut flora. And we know that T4 to T3 conversion happens in the gut. Serotonin is produced in the gut. Your immune system starts in the gut and there is a gut brain connection. So when we deplete that flora in the gut and we mess it all up, all of those processes that rely on the gut being in a healthy state start to go awry. So that's where we see T4 to T3 conversion impaired and reverse T3 go up. That's where we'll see leaky gut. We'll see more inflammation. We'll see a suppression of the immune system. So people get colds more often. We see all that with dysregulated gut flora. We also know that when your gut flora is a disaster, you have an increased risk of insulin resistance and type two diabetes. We know this in studies now. We've heard of the estrobolome—that that is the estrogen gut connection. Anything with bolome in it is your gut. There's also, there's something, there's another term connected to metabolism and your metabolism in the gut. Because if the gut is messed up, we also see more weight gain. Many birth control pills contain lactose. So we know that many of you that are Hashimoto's, you are not lactose-tolerant whatsoever. And when you get pills, even your own medication, and they contain fillers, you react to them. That's why many of you go the natural route. That's why we're, we're looking at the manufacture of your, your Cytomel and the manufacture of your generic T3. And the manufacturer, maybe we change you up to tyrosine because it's more pure. We don't want pills that will contain something that could spur on an autoimmune attack. Now, they're not as bad as gluten, but who knows? There might actually be gluten in the birth control pills, too, because we know that they can be in thyroid medication. So there are a bajillion makers of birth control pills out there. There aren't too many IUD makers, developers, whatever you want to call it. There are many, many companies that make birth control pills, and you do not know whether or not they contain gluten. There is no way that you can know with 100% certainty whether or not they contain gluten. The IUDs that are copper, we do not know that much about them. They are non-hormonal. Some people say that it can throw off our zinc to copper ratio because of the amount of copper in them. So when it comes to those implantable copper IUDs, we do not believe that they affect hormones, but there has not been enough studies done to actually figure that out and to know with 100% certainty. Okay, so let's summarize all of this because I really want you to take this home and think on it and maybe take some action steps to use a different form of birth control. If you are not, like, like I said, in your 20s and it's just not a great time and then maybe we give you a pass then and you have to use birth control pills because you're young and we don't want you having babies just yet. But if you are older and you are using this as a form of contraception because it's easy or because you don't want heavy periods or your doctor put you on it so long ago and you've just been on it forever, I want you to think twice about this because this could be a major change that could affect your weight and could affect how your thyroid functions. There are often times when we take a woman off her longstanding birth control method of pill or IUD And not only does she lose weight, but she needs less thyroid medication because now you don't have that thyroid binding globulin binding to the 3T3, not allowing it or rather preventing it from getting to the cell. So there are so many benefits to changing up your birth control pill. I want you to take this and really think on it and possibly make some changes in your own life, especially if weight and energy... Or one of the things that you are really struggling with, which I know so many of you are, even if you're my patient, this is something that we need to talk about. We really need to dive into a little bit more if you are on the birth control pill and what we are doing together in optimizing your thyroid isn't quite hitting the mark and you're not quite losing, especially if you're in that like month two, three, four, and you're still not seeing weight loss. This could be one change that we could implement that would really hit home and really kickstart that weight loss and really take you to the next level. Just like I shared the story in the very beginning of my patients that had her marina taken out and lost 16 pounds in a month. That is powerful, powerful stuff. So I want you guys to really think on this, take this information with you, and make some considerable changes. I know there are going to be lifestyle changes. I know, I know, I know. Many of you are thinking like, what am I going to do? How am I going to have sex without birth control? Right, my husband won't get a vasectomy. And I certainly don't want you going out and getting uh, your tubes tied because that's a pretty heavy duty surgery. Way easier for the guys, by the way. Way easier for the guys. Much, much harder for us ladies. But you might want to at least explore alternative options for birth control. All right, I hope I gave you some great info here. As always, you can subscribe to the Thyroid Fixer podcast on all podcast platforms, but that way you also get notifications of every single new podcast that comes up. You can binge, you can learn. I promise it's a ton of great information from just myself and also from my guests that I interview. So Thyroid Fixer podcast on all podcast platforms, Make sure you subscribe and go to my YouTube channel as well and subscribe there, that way you can watch the videos. All right. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing, I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition, so we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.